good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hi, Kyle. Lil Barron. (laughs) How are you? you? (laughs) I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So listen, registrations for the Huntsman World Senior Games are piling up. I know. I mean, they are piling up one on top of the other on top of the other. We have over 7,600 registered athletes for the games in October, which again is uh, it's ahead of pace of where mm-hmm. we were in 2019, which was our record year. We hope and think, anticipate <laughs> that uh, this will be a record year again for right. us. We'll have well over 11,000 athletes Jeez. by the time it's all said and done. At least that's what we're looking for. It feels like people are excited. Oh, definitely. Definitely <laughs> do you, excited. Do you feel that? You get that uh, feeling? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are excited. We are too. Yes, Heck, we are. We missed it last year. Yeah. We're definitely ready to move forward. Uh, last time... Last mm-hmm. week on the show, we talked a little bit about swimming. We did. As one of our 35 amazing sports. Yes. Today, I thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about mountain biking. Oh, good. So uh, <laughs> just a few things, just kind of a lay the groundwork here, a little foundation here. Mountain biking was first contested in 1997, oh. which was 10 years after the games were founded. Wow. And listen, I mean, some of the events that we have and that we offer and that we add to the world senior games are, are a no brainer for right. a senior sporting event. Yeah. You know, you think about golf, for example, right. like that's, that's a given, like yes. that's just, that's a no brainer. Yes. Um, obvious and easy fit. But in 1997, when the games added mountain biking, it raised a few eyebrows, <laughs> yes, you know, it did. like we know, you know, right. you and I know, and many people know that age has little to do right. with your desire or even your ability to compete in the sport of your choice. Mm-hmm. But in 1997, <laughs> kind of as a society, we were still kind of learning that. Yeah. And so it was pretty groundbreaking yeah. at the time when we offered mountain biking for the first time over the years, like in all of our sports, we've worked with some amazing sport directors. Mm-hmm. Our sport directors, they're the, of course, the people who actually run the competition part uh, of the games. The, they arrange for officials, the timers. In the case of mountain biking, they help us set the course. Right. So, you know, we know where to go and how that's going to w- work. Uh, they work with uh, recruiting of volunteers. The vast majority um, of, of our volunteers come through our sports directors. Mm-hmm. They're volunteers themselves right. in most cases. Our sports director for mountain biking is Margaret Gibson. Yes. Uh, she's been directing mountain biking for us since 2013. Wow. So she's got some uh, amazing experience, even outside of the games. Oh, yeah. This is what she does. She runs mm-hmm. mountain biking races. She's very experienced. She does an amazing job for us. Uh, this year, though, I think it's worth noting that we've made a couple of kind of significant adjustments to our mountain biking event. We've actually eliminated the uphill and the downhill races, which we've had for years, and we've added an additional cross-country course. So it looks a little bit different for those who have been here uh, in the past. So now we have two cross-country mountain bike races. The Green Valley course is a 10.16-kilometer course with about 250 meters of elevation gain. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenging course. This is for our expert and for our sport riders as kind of the, the medium range riders. We do have a beginner's course as well, though, out there. That is 4.15 kilometers with about 68 meters 
of elevation gain, all in the Green Valley area. Oh. If if you're from the area, you might be familiar with that. If you're not, it's a really a mountain bike heaven right. for mountain bikers. Right. Some amazing trails, amazing mm-hmm. courses out there. The Green Valley race takes place on Tuesday, October 12th this mm-hmm. year. The day preceding that, Monday, October 11th, that's the one where we have the brand new course for this oh. year. Uh, this course is a 13.1 kilometer track, so a little bit longer, about 183 meters of elevation gain, so slightly flatter. And this course is in another amazing mountain bike area. It's out in Virgin, Utah. It's about a 35-minute drive from St. George proper. Oh. Amazing, amazing mountain bike yeah. area. Um, all of our course descriptions, the maps, uh, including GPX files, are available on our website. That is at seniorgames.net in case you want to ride the trails and kind of get a, a feel for them and what they are. Um, and, and then like I was earlier talking about age, having nothing to do with desire <laughs> or ability to ride. Frederick Schmid from Waco, Texas. Okay. He turns 88 this year. Uh-huh. So in 2019, when he competed, he was 86 years old. He competed in the expert division in cross country as well as uphill and the downhill. And it's worth noting that my man, Frederick, he's competed 11 times wow. in the games. You know, I think I was at that social and met him. Did you? I did. So when he comes back this year, he'll be 88 wow. years old, still riding mountain bikes. Yeah. That's awesome. That is great. Not to be outdone. <laughs> we have Mary Diodati, who is from Santa Barbara, California. She was over 70 in 2019 when she competed in the uphill, downhill, and the cross-country divisions, carrying the flag for the women. She has made the trip from California four times to compete in the Games, and we hope to see both Frederick as well as Mary once again this year uh, competing at the Games. Now, remember, if mountain biking is your thing, now is the time to get registered. You can do that once again at seniorgames.net. And if mountain biking is not your thing, you're in luck because we have 34 (laughs) other sports to choose from. You can find all the information that you need at seniorgames.net to have one heck of a time at what looks like is going to be a record-breaking year for us. So we're, again, like I said, super excited. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Lil, this uh, week's guest. Oh, Today is uh, Hannah Mathias. She is originally from Logan, Utah, and graduated from the universe, or excuse me, Utah State University in the dietetics program. She joined the nutrition department at St. George Regional Hospital in 2020 as a clinical dietitian, and then most recently took the position of an outpatient dietitian at Intermountain St. George Live Well Center. She loves working with clients to help improve their lives through nutrition while simultaneously fostering a positive relationship with food. Oh, this is this is something that not all of us have. No, we don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> this should be good. <laughs> yeah. So Hannah is currently pursuing a master's degree in dietetic administration. She loves sunshine, Disneyland, spending time with her husband and dog and eating delicious food. <laughs> Hannah, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> you are very welcome. We're excited not only to get to know you, but to figure out how we can all have a positive relationship <laughs> with food. Tell me you eat Cheetos. Just say yes. <laughs> Even you if know, you if, if I liked them, I would. And I know that's I know that's a hot take, but they're not they're not my favorite. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Lil, Lil hardly likes I hardly, no. She hardly <laughs> likes them at all. 
Well, Hannah, we're... He uh, tries to have me eat broccoli and stuff yeah. instead of Cheetos. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Not quite the same, I understand. Okay. Not the same stuff. Well, we, like I said, we're excited to get to know yes. you a little bit and, and talk a little bit about food and, and it really how to have a positive relationship. Right. It, it is a bit of a struggle and maybe get some tips and tricks on how we can understand how we can include diet as part of our active life right. approach in an attempt to live the best life that we possibly right. can. Um, start us off. What's what's the best uh, or at least a, a way that we can approach this uh, this aspect of our health and wellness? Yeah, so I think Really, in general, nutrition doesn't need to be complicated. Um, We don't need to be eating a a specific way or a certain way to support our health. Um, So, I mean, when we're talking about nutrition and supporting an active lifestyle, just supporting our health in general, um, I really like to just boil it down to to a few simple things. Um, I like to call it the, the plate method and So when we're sitting down to a meal, um, whether that's at home, whether that's out, I just encourage people to focus on getting three components and that's trying to get some protein, trying to get a grain in there and trying to get a fruit or vegetable. And really, if we're, if we're viewing nutrition and eating in that way, we're eating a pretty balanced, healthy diet overall. And it's a pretty simple way to, to look at it. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely mm-hmm. what you're describing is pretty simple. Right. You know, you try to think about a protein, whatever that looks like, whether that is legumes or beans or some, mm-hmm. meat, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, eggs, right. cheese, those kinds of things. You want a grain. So are you, you're talking bread, you're talking rice, you, any, anything that fits in that sure, category. Sure, sure. Anything. The more whole grains you can get as well. Um the more nutrition you're going to get too, the more fiber, the more vitamins and minerals. So whether that's uh, choosing brown rice or white rice or whole wheat pasta, or you mentioned bread. So doing a, a whole wheat bread option, those are all great choices. And then round it out with a vegetable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I exactly. I, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I, I, you know, I eat as many Cheetos as you do. So I, I like to teach you. But, uh, anyway, so That's I mean, simple, simple, basic stuff. Are, do we need to worry about quantity or ratios? Is that something we should be considering? Good question. Yeah. So the plate method, again, it's, it kind of simplifies, um, it simplifies nutrition. So um, I mentioned those three components, a protein, grain, produce, kind of how we want to look at it on, on our plates, for example, is if, if we're looking at a meal, if we're looking at our plate, we want to try and fill about half of that space with our fruits and veggies, and then split up the rest of our plate between that protein component and our grain. So again, instead of, you know, having to spend time measuring out quantities or, you know, weighing our food. We can just kind of look at it in terms of um, quantities on on our plates. How many fruits and vegetables am I getting? Does it make up about half of half of the space there? And then filling the rest with those other components. And and I like that too. Yeah. Um, you know, I was uh, this, this is um, pretty typical <laughs> of me, but I was at a, a a service club where I have a meeting and we have a lunch and. They're, they're wise, you know, they're smart. They put the salad first mm-hmm. in line because if it was at the end of the line, I would not have room. 
for a salad. It's just the way that it works. But um, yeah, so have, strategy. Yeah, yeah put, put some salad on first. But I will say this: I always get to the 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 good food, you know, the good parts. I know some people prefer, like maybe that is the good food. Right. For me, it's more the um, the carbs, <laughs> the, you know. But I I always um, feel like I. Uh, overdid the salad by the time I get to the good food, but then I'm always happy. You know, I'm always happy that I I did because then you're eating healthier. But, but yeah. So half your plate, fruits and vegetables, yeah. and then the other half you split between your proteins and your your um your grains. I mean, what a simple way to approach it. Because right. I think sometimes you you said it. We get caught up in oh, you can only have six ounces of this or so many mm-hmm. milligrams right. of that, and like. As as much as I want to think, oh, I could I could figure that out. Like I just don't figure it out. I don't have a scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it needs to be simple. Another way, in in order for it to work for me, it just needs to be simple. And I like that idea of just split your plate in half and put your fruits and vegetables on the mm-hmm. one half, and then cut the other two areas in half. Right. Right. And and it's more sustainable that way too. I think because I think what a lot of us run into is burnout when it comes to nutrition or trying to eat healthier, we'll say, okay, you know, tomorrow's the day I'm going to start a, you know, quote unquote diet, or I'm going to, I'm going to try and eat healthier. And then, you know, pretty soon if, if we are um, tracking every, every single thing all the time, or, um, you know, worrying so much about what, what we're eating all the time, we burn out really quickly. And so what, yeah. And so it, this method makes it a little bit, it's, it's a little bit more of a sustainable way to, um, to eat nutritiously without having to micromanage, you know, what, what we're taking in every day. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I do too. Now I will say of, of this, you know, this diagram on our plate that we've just spelled out, you know, half fruits and vegetables and then half grains, half proteins. For me, it's probably the hardest to get the fruits and vegetables. If I'm honest with myself, right. for others, that won't be the case. They, they love it and it's easy for them. But for me, that's a little bit harder. What tips do you have that could help me <laughs> get a little more produce in my life? Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's a great question. And I mean, first I would recommend experimenting, kind of expanding, trying to expand your repertoire of fruits and vegetables and finding options that you really enjoy, right? Because kind of going back to the sustainability factor, if we're forcing ourselves to eat certain fruits and veggies, we're not going to enjoy that. So we want, we want to make fruits and vegetables, something part of our diet that, that we can enjoy from day to day. Um, try. And and so, like I said, that, that kind of comes down to trying new things, going to the grocery store. And this is a fun, fun thing too. I think if you do have like grandchildren or, or children, if you go grocery shopping, have them pick out a a new fruit or veggie and then, you know, try it all together. Google recipes for that specific fruit or vegetable. Um, Another great way to do that is to look into some, uh, some produce co-ops or um, like a, a food service. I know there are a lot of farmers mar- markets in this area yeah. as well that are really fun. Um, Bountiful Baskets is one that you can go pick up, you know, a, a new um, basket or box of, of produce from week to week. So it kind of gives you some variety to the point where trying new things is fun. And then you find those things that you, that you enjoy and that you can incorporate into your diet from day to day. And I, I like I like that you also 
mentioned to Google a recipe, you know, because we, <laughs> we've done some of these services at our houses at my house before. And, you know, again, like I said, this is probably the hardest one for me, but I found that we were just wasting a lot of it because we picked out the things that we recognized, but then we didn't know what to do with these other things, you know, like what, what, what are these things, you know, so that idea of Googling a recipe and then just committing to trying something new is, is great. And I will say, um, you know, again, just personally, uh, we have discovered that there are a couple of vegetables that would have normally been on our do not eat list right. that we actually like because oh, of just mine are still there the way that we prepare <laughs> them. So like, you know, I, I, asparagus is not oh. one that I would traditionally say, mm-hmm. boy, I, I love asparagus. And, and yet we have it now and we mm-hmm. found a way that we like to prepare yeah. it and it's, it's tasty and it's simple. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not you know, saucy or anything like that. It's just, it's just the asparagus and then Brussels sprouts. Like I know Brussels sprouts is kind of this, like this whipping (laughs) child of all vegetables. Like if you're ever watching a sitcom and they're talking about vegetables, it's going to be Brussels sprouts, you know, it's true, (laughs) but we found a simple way to, to cook them. We, you know, we boil them till they're kind of softened and then we squish them. I don't know what the squishing does to it, but we squish them and put a little bit of oil and a little bit of salt and then bake them for just a minute. And it's really good because really? I'm with you. Like I see your face. Lil. <laughs> if someone had said to me, you ought to eat Brussels sprouts tonight, I would have made that same face yeah. that you're making, but it's turned into kind of one of our family favorite really? vegetables. Yeah. And, and very, yeah. Too, so and yeah, I, I love that example of, <laughs> yeah, of kind of getting out, getting outside of the box, yeah. I guess, and, and trying new recipes. I love that's That's my recommendation. If you're, if you're averse to vegetables, especially try roasting them. Um, like you mentioned, it really brings out a nice flavor, put some, a little bit of oil on there, a little bit of salt and pepper and it's very tasty. So, yeah. And, uh, and, and again, easy. And then here's the great thing. This, this is, I think important to mention, because if you find that you don't like it still, then just don't make it again. Right. right? Try mm-hmm. something new. I, and, and mm-hmm. again, I, this, not that we're great mm-hmm. at this cause we're not, but sometimes you get caught in this idea of, Oh, I have to eat my fill in the blank. I know it's broccoli mm-hmm. for you, right? <laughs> if broccoli isn't your thing, then find another one that you right. do enjoy eating and you know, give it a, give it a shot. And I, I'm with you. Roasting has been something that has really kind of opened up mm-hmm. some, some options yeah. for us. So let, let me yeah. ask you this, um, Hannah, we hear a lot about getting your fruits and your vegetables. And of course they all come in a you know wide variety of colors. And we know that there are phytonutrients and chemicals and things that make these colors appear. How important is it that you include a variety of colors or is it okay to just kind of stick with your, your standard, apple a day. you know, your apple or, or whatever. It is that you enjoy? <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, the more, the more color you can get um, in terms of your produce, exactly like you said, you know, the more, the more vitamins and minerals you're going to get across the board, I guess I should say the more, the more variety in vitamins and, and minerals um, you're going to get. So, and again, there it is about finding that balance. Like you said, if, if you don't like a certain fruit or vegetable, you don't need to include that, but continue to try new things so that you, you are getting a good variety. Of course, something is better than nothing. So I will right. never say, you know, no to, <laughs> to, to eating an apple a day by any means, but um, yeah, you're exactly right. That, that the more variety you can get, the more, the more you can eat the rainbow, really um, the, the more benefits you're going to reap from the nutrition and in, in those different uh, fruits and vegetables. 
And that, I guess, uh, you know, that really falls into that idea once again of going to the grocery store with your kids, grandkids, whatever, and just picking out something new just to see because you're, you're, you know, looking for that new adventure. You're going to have the opportunity to be exposed to different, um, different colors and different vegetables Mm -hmm. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm also wondering, um, you know, we, whenever I envision eating vegetables, that's, it's usually fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's not available or it's inconvenient or whatever. Tell us about frozen fruits and vegetables. Is, is it, is it just as good? Is it something that's kind of a filler or should we try to avoid the frozen altogether? Yeah. Great question. And frozen fruits and vegetables are going to be just as nutritious as your fresh. Um, it can also be a really cost-effective option just because I know, um, especially if you're, you're, um, you're living alone or maybe there are only a couple people in your household. I know a lot of people run into the issue of their produce going bad before they can eat it. So yeah. So frozen, frozen produce is a really, really great option, um, to include, you know, in, in your, rotation and it is going to give you the same nutrition as as fresh excellent great good, good to know we, we spent most of our time talking about fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. again that, that's kind of my weakness <laughs> that's not a weakness but i know that i've talked to a lot of people that sometimes struggle to, fi- to find to get the protein that they yeah. need any tips on how to get enough protein in your diet yeah so again i think it goes back to variety and finding finding a variety of protein options that you enjoy. I think a lot of people box, box themselves into um, to like the the meat category, I guess, when it comes to protein, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, you can get you know your proteins from from beans, from nuts, from legumes. I know you know quinoa is a big trendy one that's emerged over the years. So even some you know some grains have have a good amount of protein as well. So, um, I would say, you know, don't, don't box yourself in, um, try to get again, you know, some form of protein with each meal, but that doesn't need, mean that you need to be having meat necessarily with, with each meal, you're going to get a good variety and a good amount of protein, um, across your day from even those plant sources. So, but, but it can mean that you could eat meat as well, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can certainly, yeah, you can certainly incorporate those meat options into your, into your meals, but um, you don't need to feel boxed in by that. Sure. There, there are other options that are available. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hannah. Well, we've only got about 30 seconds uh, left. Last minute tip, like if, if we're just, you know, we're just trying to approach this in a way that's, that's sustainable and we can move forward with, what do you tell your clients that seems to be the most useful and usable as you're sending them out? Yeah. Yeah. So I am all about focusing on what we can add to our meals to make them more nutrition, more nutritious rather than what we need to be eliminating or taking away. So I think, you know, that goes along with our, our theme today is when we're looking at a meal, we're just looking at it in terms of, you know, is there anything that I can add to this um, to make it a little bit more nutritious to give me the fuel that I need? And like I said, that's, that's a much more positive, you know, sustainable way to, to view our nutrition in general. Great advice. Yeah, I, I like that. And I do. man, I think we all respond well to let's add something 
on rather than let's right. take something away, I'm, mm-hmm. diet or otherwise, right. like just in our lives. <laughs> Someone says you got to take this away. Um, I That's think we, I we bristle at that a little <laughs> bit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Great, great advice. What yes. can we What can we add that will make this more nutritious and you know help us accomplish our overall health and wellness right. goals anyway? So, right. Wonderful, exactly. Hannah. Thank well, you so thank much you. for joining us today. We appreciate your advice and your expertise, and uh, looking forward to adding new things yes. into our diet. <laughs> yes. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me again. I, I enjoyed it. Wonderful. Yes, thank uh, you. All the best to you. Lil. Yeah. Good stuff. It was very good. Yeah, I like the simple, just simple, basic yeah. approach to and this. And I loved is, how she how said half this. Yeah, and, it just and makes the, it yeah. easy to understand. Right? Yeah, I could picture that. I know sometimes I get caught up in the how many milligrams <laughs> right. and stuff like that. And I don't yeah. even know what a milligram, I don't know. I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> I so don't either. I love it. <laughs> hey, just to wrap us up here, a couple of things I did mention at the okay. beginning, but I'm going to mention it again. <laughs> Registration for the Huntsman World Senior Games is open. You can check out all the schedules, the rules, the dates, as well as our COVID-19 plan that's going to help keep us all safe at seniorgames.net. Mm-hmm. we got a bunch of other great content there as well, including access to our our Living Your Best Life webinar series, just a, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of good stuff. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. We do take this live show and turn it into a podcast, and you can also subscribe pretty much anywhere where you find your mm-hmm. podcast. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating or write a quick review. One of the best and easiest places to leave a review is at podchaser.com slash the active life. And of course, you can watch, listen to this as well as previous shows right from our website, again, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought. This is a good one. Do not give the past the power to define your future. Oh, very nice. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.